Happy Monday, Wildcat fans. It was a huge week for Arizona football, a huge weekend for Arizona football. So let's get started here and let's talk about what made this such a big week for Arizona football. You are Locked On Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, we have got a lot to get to here, but first, let's talk about Arizona football and the spring game. All right, now, this is something that Jed Fish just gets. Jed Fish gets things like this, and Jed Fish, I think, will always get things like this. How many times in the past have we had a coach who said, you know, I'm going to do things by the book, I'm going to engage the fans. And then he never engages the fans or he basically does it once and then says, well, see you later. I got better things to do. That is exactly what has happened with previous coaching staffs, i.e. Kevin Sumlin, i.e. Rich Rodriguez. Or, you know what? It sounds cool. We're going to do all this stuff. But then at the end of the day, we're not going to really be there when it matters. Um, Jed Fish has been a total opposite of this. Jed Fish has been the guy who, uh, Jed Fish has been the guy that said, nobody's going to out-recruit us. And not only is nobody going to out-recruit us, nobody is going to uh, come in, uh, outwork us, anything like that. And we are going to try to get the community involved as much as we can. So far, so good. He has done a great job of getting the community involved. And it was a pretty good showing. Again, I don't think that it was 23,000 people there, but it was a pretty good showing. The whole lower level on the east side was completely filled. That's good. I think you would take that every single day of the week if you're an Arizona Wildcat fan, if, if you're Jed Fish. So there's that. Now, when it comes to some of the other aspects here, it's going to be uh, let's talk about on the field here. This is a better team. Um, this is just a better team, and it starts, and you can see why it's a better team because of the product that Fish has brought in there. First of all, again, just what he can, uh, what he does, he really does a good job of engaging guys. Rob Gronkowski's back. I think Rob Gronkowski will always be back, which is an awesome thing, obviously. But then. Getting Chris McAllister back was a really, really nice little thing right there. Chris McAllister, in my opinion, is the best defensive player. Well, at least in my lifetime that I've seen, in the last 25 years, I believe that Chris McAllister is the best player in uh, in the school's history in the last 25 years. And Eric, Chris McAllister has essentially been nowhere to be found the last 25 years. Getting him back there, he looked absolutely fantastic. That was some great, great stuff to see out there. And again, awesome, along with Antoine Quezon. But on the field, let's talk about the offense first. Um, from a quarter, from, This team should put up a lot of points. Not only should it put up a lot of points, it should put up a lot of you should have a lot of games where it's going to be in the 40s. And the reason that it should be a, a lot of games in the 40s is because they are loaded at the skill positions. Now, let's just talk about the quarterbacks for a second. Uh, Jaden Delora, we know what he can do. A little bit up and down last year, but overall a massive, massive increase or improvement from uh, previous years. 
Again, needs to take that next level as far as consistency, but a pretty good player and a guy that I think that uh, Arizona fans should be very excited about his next step right there. Then you've got other players too. You've got um, – um, uh, that's the only thing that um, – that's the only thing right there. And so – Wow, when we've got uh, when you've got uh, the quarterback position, when you've got Noah Fafita, when you've got Noah Fafita, um, you've got a guy that I know that he's small. I get all of that, but man, you talk about a guy who just seems to thrive when the lights come on, and that's something that I think is always going to be the case: is that he thrives when the lights come on. And you saw it again yesterday. He has got the ability to be able to, especially on his high arcing passes, to just drop it in there in a way that you generally don't see from uh, you generally don't see from quarterbacks, let alone guys that are that dimension. Again, and his arm is big; he can move around. There is just a feeling when it comes to Noah Fafita that he is going to be a player who not exactly sure when, not exactly sure how, but he's going to be a big time starting quarterback here. I know a lot of people get totally caught up with the, uh, with the uh, size. I get all that. Cause again, he's about five foot seven, but you get the feeling though, when he hits the field, when he does get, uh, when he does get out there, he's going to be a guy who, is probably not coming off the field. So again, if you're again, Jaden Delora, absolutely fantastic, but you want to stay healthy because you got a guy right behind you that is getting, that is going to have a chance to, once he gets the field, be a really, really good player. Again, impressive, impressive stuff. Then Braden Dorman didn't get a ton of looks, but you know what? That's all right. Because again, um, when you come in here, when you are loaded at the positions that Arizona is loaded at, um, you could take your time. And I think that's what they're going to take the time with big Braden. I would imagine that Braden's going to redshirt this year. And there is uh, absolutely nothing wrong with that because again, next year, I would imagine it's going to be an open quarterback competition. You're going to have Noah Fafita. You're going to have Braden Dorman. You'll have, excuse me. So you're, you're going to have multiple guys right there. So that should be uh, that should be a fascinating uh, competition right there. Looking forward, certainly, to seeing that one as well. Um, now, at the running back spot, loaded. Again, stop me if you're hearing this term again, loaded. it uh, With Jonah Coleman, um, all about 220 pounds of him at about 5'8", again, built just like Maurice Jones-Drew. Then on top of that, you've got, uh, we already know that Michael Wiley is there. And not only is Michael Wiley there, you've also got a, you've also got a player in um, uh, DJ Williams, Brandon Johnson, those three guys right there, there is, uh, that's, that's a good enough running back stable right there. And I think that's uh, fair to say. I don't think that anybody would be at all surprised by that one right there. Then Speedy Luke. Fam, our guy, got to get the ball to him 10 times per game. Don't care how it happens, when it happens, who it happens with, you got, excuse me, you got to get the ball to him 10 times per game. Again, I don't care how it happens, you just got to do it. Um, whether that's returning kicks, 
whether that is catching the ball out of the backfield, whether that's running the ball, you've got to be able to do that. And that's kind of where it's at with him. Again, 10 times right there. Now, um, wide receiver-wise, do we count Fam in there? Do we count Speedy in there? I'm not sure that we don't count Speedy in there because, again, there's uh, he's going to be catching the ball some right there. So Speedy, Lu- Speedy Luke, I'm looking at him as well and saying um, I'm going to include you as the receivers. Again, I would like to see him used as a D'Anthony Thomas type. Remember, kid out of Oregon last year that um, – or not last year. Kid out of Oregon about seven, eight years ago wasn't the biggest dude in the world, um, but at the same time – also a guy that Oregon was able to get the ball to. There's no reason you should be able to get fam the ball right there. Now, at the wide receiver spot, we all know about T-Mac. We all know about Jacob Cowing. Those are NFL players right there. The biggest one, though, that I think is going to be fascinating to watch is what's – all right, well, you got uh, – is Kevin Green Jr. Kevin Green Jr. is a guy that – um. Let's just let's just be honest here. Kevin Green Jr. is a guy who is um, going to be a. I think you just got to get him on the field. Don't care how you get him on the field, but you got to get him on the field. He got open last year in the spring, and again, I get last year you had Dorian Singer, you had Jacob Cowan, you had T Mac. I get all that. This kid's got to get on the field this year. Don't really care. Uh, don't really care how it happens. But again, you've got to be able to get him on the field. And if you get him on the field, I think good things are going to happen. Again, I think he's proven his case right there. I would also like to see Arizona go with a more, uh, I'd like to see them go with more receivers. You've got the receivers right now to be able to make this one happen. Between a, between, um, trying to think here, between T-Mac, Jacob Cowing, Kevin Green, A.J. Jones, Malachi Riley, I mean, Jackson Holman to a lesser extent. You've got dudes right there at uh, – you got guys right there that can all play. you got to get them on the field, and if you get them on, all on the field, I think you're going to be happy with the results right there. But you got to be able to play them. you got to play them early. Um, but so – because, again, Jacob Cowling, as great as he is, isn't a – isn't one of the uh, bigger dudes in the world. So, again, you don't want him to exactly wear down. And not only do you not want him to really wear down – you don't really want him to you really don't want him to get to the point where, you know, it's why did I come back because I'm just being run into the ground. There's more than enough ability right there for him and there's more than enough uh times right there for people to be able to um get him and get him out there on the field. So again, that's just a loaded unit right there. It's a unit that I think honestly, and I'm going to keep saying this, I think that unit um, compares to about any to any unit in the country, especially at that top two. Find me a better duo. You might find me a duo as good, but find me a better duo than Jacob Cowing and T-Mac. I will wait. I don't think you'll find one right there. Again, that's a real testament to what both those guys can do and to what Jed Fish has been able to do here at the University of Arizona. Um, but again, Kevin Green, got to get that dude on the field. Don't care how, don't care when. It's got to be on the field, and it's got to be consistently on the field because, again, he is a difference maker. Um, now, before we get to the tight ends, let's talk about FanDuel. All right. FanDuel, 
FanDuel Sportsbook. All right. Everybody's using FanDuel. FanDuel.com backslash locked on. Check it out. FanDuel. There's a reason that everybody's using it. It's because it works. It's effective. And you don't have to worry about anything. There's no gobbledygook involved with any of it. FanDuel Sportsbook. FanDuel.com. Uh, uh, FanDuel.com backslash locked on college. Check it out. You can bet in game. You can bet out of game. You can bet uh, here, there, you name it. They got it again. FanDuel, there's a reason that everybody is using it because it works and it's fun. You got the NBA playoffs on right now. You got baseball. You got UFC. There's no better time to hop on. So again, check it out. FanDuel Sportsbook. FanDuel.com backslash locked on college. All right, let's take a quick break. We're going to come back. We're going to just keep talking about the receivers and the tight ends. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, now let's talk about receivers. Let's talk about tight ends. Um, we talked about the receiving unit, and uh, and again, there's a reason that I wouldn't have recruited Gary Bryant Jr., a USC player. Now, it's not that Gary Bryant isn't good. It's just that Gary Bryant is redundant, and I'm not paying him um, the manner in which uh, he wants to be paid because I have players that I think can be as good as him and I don't need to pay them uh, extra money. So those are the guys right there. Now let's talk about that tight end spot. Tanner McLaughlin, T-Mac, big dude, going to do a lot of really good things here at the U of A. First of all, what a find by Jed Fish. And uh, not only what a find by Jed Fish, a guy who, a guy who, Let's be honest here. Um, I didn't see being good. I don't know that anybody uh, saw really being good. And he is good. And not only is he good, he's a guy that's probably going to play in the NFL. Um, I don't know that for a fact, but there's an excellent opportunity that he will play in the NFL. Um, and uh, not only will he play in the NFL, like I said, he's, a, he's another uh, case of where Jed Fish and his recruiting staff just kind of getting it, just kind of, you know, chugging along right there. Kid out of Southern Utah. Didn't see that one coming, nor did I see that one coming. So, again, impressive stuff right there. Um, when it comes to some of the other players on this uh, squad, tight end, Kean Burnett. Get to know the name. Now, again, uh, um, during camp, he been a little. Uh, he's just been better. Again, a little bit of an up and down spring game, but we'll give him a pass right there. But in camp, he's been fantastic. He's been bigger than everybody else, and he's caught the ball. And not only has he caught the ball, he's been able to make plays after it. He looks like the type of guy that was a four-star recruit that was committed to USC. It's almost like he was. Actually, he was. But I would love to see some two tight end action right there. I would love to see both those guys on the field at the same time. Um because I think that uh, I think that you can do that with. Uh, um, not only can you do that, you have both those guys out there, and I think it takes a little bit of pressure off Delora. And why not do that? All right, but you also got to keep in mind here that this this unit again is absolutely loaded at the tight end spot. These guys are good, and there there's really no excuse for the quarterbacks not to be good this year. The quarterbacks need to be good because they've got all the players in front of them to be good. Now, let's talk about the offensive line here. Here's where it gets interesting. Now, we've talked about this from day one. Big Jonah. Big Jonah Sabanea is uh, um, 
Big Jonas Sabanea is the best, I believe, uh, uh, prospect on this team from a uh, uh, NFL perspective. I think he's very easy to lock in as a first-round pick. Not that there's other guys that aren't. Jordan Morgan, we'll, who we're going to get to in a minute, T-Mac, and all that make that case. This dude is just different, though. They got him playing at the right tackle spot this spring. And even though he was dominant at guard, he's got the ability to be able to play at that tackle spot. And at that tackle spot, you got him. And uh, if he can continue to do that, then you got some pretty nice bookends right there because you would have Jordan Morgan at one side. You would have Jonas Sabanea at the other. And both those guys, again, uh, stop me if you've heard this, both of them can play. Both of them are NFL players. Um, now, it also shows you, too, how unique Jonas Sabanea is that the coaching staff feels comfortable doing that because, again, you know you already got an all-conference player at guard. But it's also easier to find guys that can play guard, that can uh, find guys that can actually do the uh, – do all the dirty work when it comes to uh, the defense or uh, when it comes to the outside. And it just shows you how good he is. Then on the interior, Wendell Moe's going to start. Josh Baker's going to start. It'll be interesting to see who that other guard is. Basically, it comes down to this with the offensive line. You got four guys who are entrenched there in whatever way you want to say it. You've got Jordan Morgan, who, by the way, coming off injury, didn't play, but he's looked fantastic. You see him walk, uh, jogging around, stretching without the knee brace. At times, he's looked very, very good. You got him. He's an NFL guy. You got Jonas Savanea, an NFL guy. Then on the interior, Wendell Moe and then Josh Baker. Both guys were very, very impressive. Um, so I wouldn't look for uh, any uh, any drop-off right there. But that guard-slash-tackle position, there is a spot to be had right there, and that's going to be something interesting to see what happens there. All right, let's take a quick break. Come back with you. We're going to talk about just kind of the overall expectations for this offense. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, now, what are, should the overall uh, our overall expectations for this offense be? And I am going to say that I believe that this offense should be able to be a top three unit in the conference. I don't believe that there's any reason why it shouldn't be a top three uh, unit in the conference. And there's a big reason why for this, and that is mainly – and that is mainly because you are loaded at all the positions that matter. Now, again, maybe you wish you had a little bit more depth on the O-line. That's fair. But this is still a unit that is absolutely uh, loaded, dominant. You name it, you've got it. Jed Fish has done an amazing job right here of really getting this, uh, this group up to toe. And keep in mind, when he came in here, you had a lot of wheel plumbers. You had a lot of, uh, um, you know, your gunner cruises, your players like that, two great kids, just not quite good enough. That's no longer the case. You've got guys across the board that are now good enough, and it's time to be able to make that one happen. All right, so that's where the offense is right there. That's what we saw in the spring. Tomorrow, we're going to talk about the defense and the special teams, and we're going to talk about what our expectations for this team should be from a win-loss perspective on FanDuel right there. But again, appreciate all of you. Again, it was a great fan uh, showing out there at the U of A. Lots of people, lots of people having fun. Hope you were able to make it out there. Again, this Arizona football team is doing things the right way. And not only are they doing things the right way, 
they are uh, uh, putting a good product out there. So again, have a great rest of your Monday. I'm your host, Mike Luke. You have been listening to Locked on Wildcats.